Eagle Nation Matt here. I just wanted to give a quick update before jumping into this week's episode that after recording the episode, Cody and I were saddened to learn that we have lost one of our own, Jordan Wiggins, a freshman offensive lineman from Tallahassee, Florida, died on Monday. He was only 18 years old, and you know we're heartbroken by this news, as I'm sure everyone in Eagle Nation is. Um, we've we've seen all the tweets, and, and we just wanted to extend our um, our, our thoughts to uh, Jordan's family, um, his friends, his loved ones, his uh, teammates, uh, past and present, um, his coaches, and and everyone in Eagle Nation that um, you know is is uh, you know hearts are reeling after this uh, this tragic news. Um, so we just wanted to take a moment to say that, and also you know news did come out that the Bullet County Coroner's Office ruled that the death uh, was by suicide um, by overdose. Um, so. You know, I just want to take a quick moment to uh, throw out the number of the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, um, 1-800-273-8255. You know, this is a college football podcast. We're not going to say much more um, than that, but, you know, I I do think it's important to to throw that out there and and, and, and throw out that, um, you know, no matter what someone you know might be going through you know you might not always see it it might be behind the scenes you know just know that that help is out there resources are out there and uh and, and people care people care about you know everyone listening to this podcast and, and and you know every member of eagle nation so our uh our thoughts and prayers again are, are with uh jordan's family and then everyone who uh cared about him and and we'd just like to dedicate uh this episode of gotta talk to to jordan so that this one's for you jordan and you know hopefully the t- the team can uh win just one more time for you uh this saturday because all of us in eagle nation are thinking of you so here's the episode and hail southern Eagle Nation, you're listening to Gotta Talk, a podcast dedicated to all things Georgia Southern football. Now, here's your hosts, Matt Monty and Cody Anderson. So, Cody, we've talked all uh, all season long on almost every episode of how important it was to uh, score 30 or more points per game. Uh, you know how that's kind of the goal for the offense, and we did that against Coastal Carolina. It took three overtimes to do it, um, but we did get to that 30-point mark, uh, scoring 20 points in those three overtime periods. Um, you know, on on uh, the back-to-back touchdowns and then the the Wesley Kennedy uh, winning touchdown. Um, but you know, going in uh, to uh, those overtime periods, uh, just a 10 to 10 game. Um, you know, obviously in the rain. Uh, you know, Eagle Nation came out. Um, you know, the the little crowd that was there was very loud throughout the whole game. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, it, it's just like the weather, it, it was a sloppy game all around, but Hey, we, we hit that 30 point mark for the second time this season. Yeah, we did. And we got the W and we survived uh, the Nestor bowl. So it's, um, oh, you know, it's been said throughout the season, a win is a win. That's what we got here. It's great. Let's move on with these types of games. You know, that's pretty much all you want and just get out of there and get out with everybody healthy with the victory. That's what happened. Um, yeah, it took three overtimes, but you know, it is what it is. We got the W let's move on. And Cody, I mean, I do. Um, and, and yes, I, I agree. Let's move on, but obviously we are going to talk about the game. So with, you know, with nope, this, that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> right the there. We're done. Moving on. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll pick this up after New Mexico state. Um, 
So with with this game, obviously back to back games, you have the sixteen day break, but back to back games that it took overtime to win. But we we closed it out. So we've you know one thing I wanted to discuss is we've thrown around the terms you know finish and execute a lot on this on this podcast. So I want to kind of differentiate those terms, right? Where finish we're finishing games. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, against you could point back to uh, to Minnesota where we didn't close out that one. But you know, once we've entered uh, conference play in the games that we were kind of in, um, you know, in these last two, we've we finished. We've made the plays, whether it was defense and special teams against South, or you know, the the defense getting us there against Coastal, and then the offense again getting those three uh, touchdowns um, in in extra time um, to to win these ball games. So so you know, the the team is able to do what it takes, uh, you know, to, to get these wins. And you can call us the cardiac Eagles. Cause, cause my God, you know, <laughs> I was had a heart attack, um, you know, the seven times throughout that game. Um, but you know, we, you know, still we're seeing some of the same themes when it comes to execute. And that's that all those times in between, right. When, um, you know, we had chances to, uh, to close it out, you know, yeah, you had the the fifty three yard miss by by Bass. Like I tweeted out, that's that's not on him. The offense should have done a better job of getting us. We had good field position, which we didn't really have most of the game. Um, you know, to to get a few first downs, get him in position to get that field goal, make it you know um, very makeable, uh, high percentage, and and then and not have it to go in overtime, or or maybe even get a touchdown out of it. So we 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 continue to see kind of those drives where again we're just not finishing in that respect kind of in the you know b- before the, the the close of the game we're, we're not uh we're not doing it enough and it's it's um you know allowing us to kind of get to this you know cardiac state where um you know we're having to pull out all the stops at the end uh you know throw up big passes and, and things like this and win in overtime yeah and I mean, you mentioned the Minnesota game but also too we got to include the Louisiana game Lafayette um, where we didn't finish, you know, they outscored us what like ten points, um, and at one point we had that to a three point game, and we we didn't get the stop, we didn't get the the score, and uh, we lost it. Um, but you see those two games, you know, where we didn't finish, and now we have these two back to back games where we did. At least it's trending in the positive directions, right? Um, to me, another positive you can look at is is with South Alabama, we didn't score a touchdown in those overtimes. Um, we settled really kind of focusing on our defense and, and getting that field goal. Whereas for this, we got three touchdowns in each of the overtime periods, which you can say is an improvement. Maybe then we can build upon that against New Mexico State and maybe put together um, a game in which we can hopefully be breathing easy by the time the fourth quarter gets started. And uh, when we start playing Obama and jumping around, we don't have to worry about unsportsmanlike exactly, penalties. Exactly. And we'll, we'll definitely talk about the fishing here in a second. But with, um, you know, and, and, and that's the thing. And, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about New Mexico State and, and kind of what we expect with that. But, yeah, I mean, with, with these two opponents, I mean, obviously Coastal, um, you know, I think is easily better than, than, than South. Um, so, I mean, that game was concerning watching that South game. Um, and, and then, you know, Coastal comes around. But, again, they just lost to, to Georgia State, which is looking like, you know, a, a really strong team. Um, but, yeah, you, you want to see us start – you know, uh, pulling away. And, and, and that's the thing. I mean, whether, whether it's in a loss to Minnesota or, uh, you know, uh, close wins against, uh, you know, South and, and this game and, and overtime or even the main game, you know, I mean, we, we talked about how we dominated that game and then it's kind of still let them hang around. I mean, I, you know, I know 
we've talked before that you and I never felt that that game was in jeopardy, you know, of losing it, but we still let them hang around. So we're, we're, you know, and again, we dominated the stats in this game. Um, we're just not doing what it takes kind of in those in-between periods to, to really pull away and, and stop, um, it from, uh, from getting to that point where, where, you know, we're having to go for it on fourth and five and, and try to get a touchdown to keep the game going and win in overtime. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, obviously that's the frustrating part, right? Cause we're, as a fan base, we really want, um, the game really to be over with by the time the fourth quarter gets started. We want to be up by three or four scores and we're all figuring out where we're going to party after the game. But that hasn't really been the case this year, and I think there's kind of a few reasons why. And, you know, you look at offensive line struggles and injuries and, you know, quarterback injuries and the carousel at running backs that we've had due to injuries and suspensions. And, you know, you kind of go through all these motions and you really kind of look at a team that it seems to be almost refilled in a different offense each and every week. Uh, we haven't really had the consistency out there, but hopefully that is all kind of behind us. The way that I'm kind of looking at this now is that we'll get through this New Mexico State game. And to us, or to me, the real season or the rest of the season, kind of the second half, really kind of begins after that against out. So let's get through New Mexico State. Let's get another win. Let's build some confidence. Let's hopefully put together a really good offensive and defensive game and kind of put it all together, build off of that. And then from there, Let's kind of, you know, focus on what I think is the uh, the five games that's going to determine whether we are, you know, good or great or unfortunately not, not so, so good. Great, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Are we are we a, a bowl team? Do we miss a bowl or are we right there in contention for, you know, the, the East title and a spot in that championship game? And, um, exactly. and yeah, and it's it's there for the taking. That's the thing as as close as these games are, like you said. And I mean, I, I hate it as much as you you know, the, the win is a win thing, but, but it is. And, and, uh, when you look back at the end of the season, you're, you know, or, or, you know, two or three or 10 seasons from now, um, you're still going to look back and, and say it's a win. So, um, we're two and one in the conference and, you know, we're right there, um, in contention for it, obviously absent in there yeah. as a ranked team, um, you know, undefeated, but you know, it's, it's, we're, we're right there at the top in the race and, and kind of control our own destiny. We do. And I think when we kind of look back at this season, I think, I think this season is kind of the story is, I think kind of someone coming into the picture here where I think this season is going to be defined a lot by adversity. It started obviously in fall camp is come through with suspensions in the beginning of the season, as well as injuries that has happened throughout these first six games. And you really kind of look at an offensive line that is not the offensive line I think anybody thought we would have, you know, at the end of spring camp, obviously. So, you know, you look at through all these, you know, situations and everything that's come, and I think we're hopefully getting to the point to where we can finally get some consistency with this team. And I think when we kind of see that, you're going to see, I think, the play get better. And and hopefully the uh, the W's will, will will rack up here these uh, last six games. Yeah, I mean the evidence is there. I mean again we're we're seeing the yards. I mean we had 360 yards against Coastal. We uh, you know dominated time of possession again with 35 minutes. Um, you know we had uh, basically 300 rushing yards, 299. Um, and, and again we we just want to see finishing some of those drives. Um, and which we saw in the overtime, you know, I mean, maybe that yeah, puts you did. obviously in a panic situation. You had the back to, you know, you had, 
I don't want to call it a desperation pass, but I mean, it, it was fourth and five. Certainly, we didn't have to throw it. I mean, it, to it pretty the much end. was. It, it was. It, it was. A, was. I mean, we didn't have to throw it to the end zone. Um, you know, we could have just got the first down. But then, you know, DeBest goes and, and calls the same play, um, you know, uh, other side of the field and, and back to back. So, I mean, you want to see some of those things obviously sprinkled throughout the game, um, you know, a little bit more variety. I know some people have been calling that out. And, but but yeah. that's tough to do yeah. in a game like that we had against Coastal, right? right. It's raining, it's mm-hmm. pouring down, the wind is either blowing at times or it's not. I mean, it's in and out. You, I, I don't blame him for being conservative in this game. I really don't, right? Because your goal is, is like, well, first we got to run plays that we can run with our offensive line and, and backs that we have. And then on top of that, we got to make sure that we're not doing too much, you know, uh, risk in, in, in losing footballs because um, you don't want to turn the ball over. So you don't right. want to continue to be doing too any, you know, fancy or, or um, extreme plays or, any, or trick plays or anything like that. So I'm not, I'm not, I know people are giving the best a lot of, you know, junk and, and a lot of grief about his play calling, but I'm not, I'm not in that boat. I'm not. I mean, I'm I, not, I, 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 I don't, I yeah. mean, I, I, I get it. But at the same time, if your offensive line is pretty green and it's not a, a, a line that's really worked together or, or played a lot of games together, you have to – I don't think you can really just throw out the whole offensive playbook and say, go for it, guys. Sure. You know, I think you have to go with what they can do best as a unit. And if all they can do is best as a unit is 10 or 12, 15 plays, then go with it because I think if you call anything else out of that, it's not going to look pretty. Yeah, and and that's a good. I mean, obviously, and we've talked about that. Is you know, you don't see what's happening behind the scenes. I mean, we know the injuries. We know that kind of you know, and so yeah. I mean, but then you see some of these other plays, and yeah, they they might be desperation plays that aren't high percentage plays, um, that very well could turn into to turnovers or, or just disastrous uh, you know plays, but they worked out and uh, you know was that just a situational thing like can you actually throw that in during the game um i think i think you know, it is situational yeah i think it is because it is. look it, you know we obviously we had the block field goal we had the miss field goal if if king doesn't fumble the ball then we're probably scoring on that drive if you know we had a an offsides on a punt that allowed them to go for it on a fourth and one and they continued the, with the possession and then we had what, like a roughing the kicker Type yeah, thing in right, which, which was that terrible. extended a drive. So yeah, that's and that, and that five was a four, situations. I think that was a, what, a third and twenty three or something, and then it was yeah, it was it was like 10. a yeah yeah it was something crazy like that. It was like a yeah, uh, it was like a fourth and forever, and we get uh, the rough and the kicker, and now it's a first down. You know, those are five drives right there where you didn't get the points, or you turned the ball over, or you extended the drive for them to where you don't. And get I the understand ball. that, but it keeps happening. Which again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not blaming the best for that necessarily. I'm not blaming the playbook yeah. for sure. You know, but but it's somewhat something's to blame. Not maybe not someone, uh, you know, specifically, but something is to blame. I mean, we're, again, we're I mean, that's, we're that's doing things execution. that are uncharacteristic. Some of that's with execution is things that are uncharacteristic of this team dating back to last season. You know, I mean, getting 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 in those positions where you know we we closed out games last year, we're not doing that now. So I mean, we're we're those opportunities are, are given to us, and we're just not taking them. True, but you also had a you know Fields as your running back who had been playing ever since he was a freshman. And, I mean, I know King's great, and he has tons of athletic ability, but he hasn't really played a lot since he's been at Oklahoma State. I know he played some as a freshman, but he didn't play much last year. You know, and now he's finally kind of kind of been thrown into this kind of this main role here with Logan Wright going down. So I think you can kind of cut him a break that 
you know, it's pouring down right. Yeah, and I'm, I'm certainly this not kind of like no, this. I'm not, I'm yeah. not blaming on King. I mean, he had and he had, you had he two had a pretty freak good game. penalties. I don't oh, want to yeah. say two freak penalties, right. but you had two penalties in which, you know, those things typically don't happen, but unfortunately that they did. And you know, I think you just look at the tape, you kind of you know clean it up and. Hope it doesn't happen again. I, I I don't think that's something that we you keep can look saying that specifically. Though, you know, we, we we keep saying that, and then I, like I don't know. I, I I guess my I guess my point is is when when is enough enough? I mean, what you know, we, we uh, I I don't I don't like to make excuses, you know, and I don't think that it's necessarily excuses. It's little things. that's going to be different every time. It's going to be different people. It's going to be you know you can point the finger a million different ways, but you know the the fact of the matter is. You know, these things that are happening, the reasons why we aren't pulling away, that can't continue to happen once we get into these next five games, like you said. I mean, after New Mexico State, and even against them, I mean, it's a winless New Mexico State game but what, or team, but I mean, we certainly can't, you know, make a, bo- a bunch of bonehead penalties and, and turn the ball over a lot. Otherwise, they're, no. they're going to, you know, shock us. But so, but once we start playing, you know, the Abs, Arc States, and, and, and Troys of the world, and, and even Georgia State at the end of the year, we, we just can't do it. And we're going to, we're going to lose those games if we do no no you're right and and we can't do that and I, I i agree with you on that i just think that there's a lot of youth that's out there playing right now so the only way to kind of really get past it is just for them to get playing time and starts and, and reps and in actual games so it's frustrating i just don't really know of another way that you can get past it other than just to play more games yeah and, and we said that i mean especially with the backfield and stuff and obviously the offensive line and i will say i i thought the offensive line play Really stepped it up in this game. I know we had, you know, a, a, a new guy at center. Well, I think Backer's been at center, right? He's been in against that and South Alabama, correct? Uh, I thought Dowdell was playing against in uh, against South. No, it was it was it was Backer or was Becker. He? I can't. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was. All right. Well, anyway, so yeah. I mean, I I thought he played really well. Um, you know, I, yes. I thought over I thought overall the offensive line play was was really solid. I, I really do. I mean, I, you know, obviously there were some plays where. And again, that kind of goes back to that play calling that you're hearing all the noise on social media about of, of being predictable and they're they're stacking the box and we're not doing some of the things that we, you know, maybe did last year to kind of get them to to get off of that. And I mean, yeah, we we took some shots here or there and and they didn't fall, but I don't know. I mean, I I I do I do agree with with some of this stuff. Um, you know, I, I'm certainly not on that boat like you said of 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 the best and. And all this, but you know, uh, maybe I'm on the watch list of, of buying a ticket to the boat, right? I mean, because because no, I'm not even there. I'm not even there. I'm. I'm, I'm I just I not. just think I I think there's a reason why it's why we're having the concern. I I think we have been very conservative with our play calling. But I think but, there's but, a reason. But, yeah, but I think why? there's a reason that we are being conservative, and and I trust that reason. But at the same time. Some of this stuff, I mean, we've we had 16 days to prepare, you know, for coastal. I understand it was the rain, so maybe that's a bad example. But you know, we've yeah, we've had we've how, had those long breaks like before. Why aren't we doing more motion? Storm. Why aren't we doing more motion? Why aren't we doing some more stuff to to you know back the you know um, the, the backers out of the box? We, you know, some of these things that we can do, we're we're not doing. Is it because the players aren't ready? Why are the players not ready? You know, I mean, I understand they're young, but. You know, I, I, so I, I do think there is something to that. You know, I, I, I think, you know, I, I get running a limited playbook. I mean, look, you know, Cam Newton did it at Auburn and won a national championship, right? Running like 10, like less than 10 plays. But at the same time, they were still throwing the ball down the field and mixing it up more than we're, than we are. And can we do it and still beat South? Can we do it and still beat Coastal? Yeah, obviously we did it. 
can we do that against app and arc state and Troy? No, we can't. Um, so, you know, we've, we've got to do something different where we're mixing up, showing some more motion, showing some different looks, trying to throw the ball down the field, maybe even like mix it up, throwing Tomlin in a little bit, you know, passing the ball. I don't know, uh, you know, but doing something to just kind of throw different looks to um, make us less less predictable. No, nah, I'm not on that page. Uh, look, I, I, I think it comes down to execution. I really do. I mean, you can have motion, pre-snap motion, and yeah, it may move a guy or something like that, but if you're not blocking, if you're not executing the way that you well, should, of course, then it's not going to matter. But you haven't seen a lot of that pre-snap motion. You just haven't this year. And you did a little bit last year. You certainly didn't see it as much as like you see some of these other options teams doing. Maybe even going back and looking at the New Mexico film when DeBest was there. You're not seeing some of the same things. So, I mean, I understand that's like highlight, you know, tapes and stuff. So it's misleading. But that may, but he may not feel like the offense is ready for it. And, and if why? they're not ready, and that's the question, though, Cody's why. Well, you, you look at the, the season now. I think the main reason is offensive line depth. I really do. And in, in quite possibly talent, right? If if you don't feel like the offensive line is as talented as, as what you hope or, or need it to be, then you're not going to call plays or have things go. That is going to put you at a disadvantage. Or the advanced blocking seams and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's what that's what I'm saying. Like, and look, go back and look at the probably our offensive line recruiting. It, it, I don't think it's really been that great. I mean, outside of last recruiting period, I think where we got five or six offensive linemen. Right. I don't really know going back two or three recruiting periods before that how well our offensive line recruiting has been. I don't think it has been. In fact, I don't think it's been very good at all. So. You know, we may just have I to mean, be gotta, in a, in, in a period in which. I mean, I understand this is just year two, but I mean, you know, um, and yeah, we we had it last year, like you said. Um, so obviously, you can't put that on the best. But I mean, I I just think that you know, yeah, you make the most out of what you have, but you know, we're we're six wins. I I'm just looking ahead. I just know, you know, I mean, we like, we yeah. were we were lucky to get these last two wins, and we're not going to win. You know, maybe New Mexico State, but after that, we're not going to win another game if if we if we don't correct some of these things. I wouldn't say it's luck. I mean, our defense has played off its. It has. It has played lights I, out. Okay, not, and that's another thing too. Our, I think the strength of this team is obviously defense. So it's well, not yes. a bad thing to lean on the strength of your defense. No. Now it's it's as you said, it's cardiac ego. So it's hard to 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 watch and be in these tight situations. But we have won it, and we've mainly done it on the strength of our defense. And so I think our it's defense fine to is, be a, and that's how and that may be the formula to how we win is ride it, your defense. It is the formula and control the clock and stuff. But I mean, there's still like you know you you get the ball, you get multiple stops on them at the end. And you have chances to, you know, get one or two first downs to close it, and you don't close it. I mean that that that's the kind of that's not that's not you know a defensive team. That's the offense literally not being able to do anything um, in 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 the clutch to 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 win it at that moment. Now again, yes, they got the three touchdowns in overtime, um, but which is a positive, which is a positive, on. and it is, and I get it. But that's not going to get you can't rely on that to continue to happen. No, you can't, but you build it towards, okay, we did it, we, we finished, we executed three straight times, now let's continue to do that in the next game, but, you know, with drives and not in overtime, and let's, you know, let's kind but of that's a very, I mean, away. you can't, I don't think you can compare overtime periods. I mean, yeah, we, you know, we, we are undefeated in overtime, right? I mean, um, yep. but what good is that? I mean, I, obviously overtime is very misleading. I mean, you're, you're no, starting. No, but what I'm yeah. saying is is that you were able to, you improved from South Alabama where you couldn't score a, a touchdown in overtime in the two overtimes. 
Now, granted, the second one we weren't really probably trying because we already stopped them mm-hmm. uh, on the fumble. But this time, three overtime periods, three touchdowns. It's great. Fantastic. What was different? It shows that, that's that's my thing. Is what where was that? It was a ten ten game going in. You know, yeah, at the end of regulation. Coastal was dumb and put a five ten five eleven corner on a six four receiver, and we were like, hey, let's just throw it up to this <laughs> to him mm-hmm. and let him come down with it. So and and, and, and that, that was happen, a big part that of didn't it. Happened the rest of the game. I don't know. I mean, you know, uh, but but that's that's my. You see my point. I mean, so. I, I, I just I I understand the potential I understand is why there. we're let's not doing it. that let's see more. It. Yeah, let's see it. Quarter I, I one get it. Four. I get it. But I think there's a reason we're not in the we're not in the team meetings. We're not in the coaches' room. So they have they have their reasons for doing things. I think right now we're three and three. I based on who we've lost to. I'm that's it's not a disappointing record at this I, point. I, right? yes. No, I I agree, and I was going to make that point. I mean, yes. I mean, you look at the beginning of the year. I think. Realistically, yeah, this, this record it, it was it was realistic. I mean, with um, you know maybe Louisiana's an outlier, but like I said, I thought they were going to be a good team. They are a good team. Still, probably going to come out of the West. We'll we'll see there. That's uh, you know obviously uh, still up for grabs. But yeah, um, they beat Arkansas State, and they have what Texas State, right? Yeah, they they got Monroe, yeah, a pretty easy road the rest yeah, of the time, right? Yeah. And um and yeah, you've got a, a ranked undefeated Minnesota team, a LSU team that very well could contend for a national championship. So yeah, I mean a three and three record with with what we faced is really good. But then you kind of look at the other side of it of like, okay, well, the wins, and that's what's really interesting about at this midway point, you know, the the three losses. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, I you know, I, I I think you can easily justify that, right? The three wins, you you can definitely look at, and yeah, they're three wins, but they're still cause for concern. Yes, and I get two that came because... in overtime, and one we didn't put a FCS team away. Yes, and I get that, and and you look at those three wins. All three of those games really should have been over with by the time the fourth quarter got started. Yes, they should have, and and we had opportunities to do that, and we didn't. But we still came out with a victory. To me, we still improved. To me, we looked better and sharper than we did against South Alabama, even in the pouring rain. I agree with that. I mean, offensively, I agree with that. Yes. So, well, why not defensively? We held them to 10 points. Yes. Against a better offensive team. Against a better offensive team, yeah, you could argue that. I mean, I, I mean, we completely shut down South Alabama. I mean, yeah, they had the, the, the two big plays there. Um, and then Coastal had, had the one where, you know, they beat our safety, but you know, we, we completely shut down South, um, outside of that. I mean, they had what, four first downs. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, I, I think defensive effort, I'm not saying that by any means they were bad, but I mean, I, I think it was a more dominant performance against South. Um, I was, yes, it was a better, it was a better offense. Okay. Dominant performance. Yes. Okay. But. You know, I think that, and in, in that's, you know, kind of what I'm looking for here on it is, did we get better than the week before? And if we come out against New Mexico State and we look better than against Coastal, great. Like I said, I think this is just a team that, especially on the offensive side, just hasn't really played together. Yeah. This, 
this isn't the same offense we had. I mean, schematically and coordinators, yes, it's the same offense. But the players playing that no, offense are, yeah, are, compl- I mean, the are offense, different. The offensive line was was offensive you know, line and running backs had are some different, holes and at that's the, the majority of, the year, of your offense. And then some people that we were relying on, you know, unfortunately they, they got hurt. You know, the the Brian Millers and all that. And then you had Cooper obviously go out. So yeah, I mean we're we're playing with almost an entirely new offensive line. You've got new uh, a new backfield. Um, that's getting way more reps than they did last year and just like an accessory role. Um, and then, you know, even some of the receivers, you know, are, are, are new, you know, outside of like Anderson, right? So, I mean... Um, well, that's the only consistency is is really the receivers. Now, Caleb Hoods kind of came in there and played really well. Right. Um, but again, we're not, we're not a 65, 80, you know, pass attempts type team. Right. We're, we're a running team. So when you have almost a completely new offensive line and... You know, pretty much your stable of running backs are completely new um, outside of Kennedy. I think there's going to be some growing pains. I just do. Yeah. And and that's why I'm not on the, oh, the best. He doesn't know what he's doing. I, I just, let's let's see it progress. And I think again, it is. Again, I'm not on that boat. So, I mean, you know, like, uh, so, so, so don't, you know, don't write, write me in there. I mean, I, I, I agree. I mean, that's, that's an easy argument to make, right? I mean, like the, the people out there, it's. It's a it's a blind argument. I mean, they're they're not looking deep enough, um, you know. To I mean, yeah, it's, I'm it's, not it's even a to cop the point out of to like, immediately throw uh, throw the offensive coordinator yeah. under the bus. And I get that. It's and it, it's it, what is it going to do? How is how is getting rid of the best or Hudson, or or whoever? How is that going to improve anything that the offensive line or the offense does right now? I mean, it's not. It's not. It's not. Okay, so then so then, why even say it? Like, why even think it? I agree. Again, it, I'm not saying it. But, yeah, I, I, I get what you're I, saying. I get what you're saying. Um, I see it enough online where it's, to me, it's gathering too much traction. F- oh, it's, it's got, yeah, no, it's, it's, I mean, that's, it's, it's, it's got I think a, it's ridiculous. It's got an engine and, yeah, it's rolling. I mean, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's out there a lot. And, again, I'm, I'm certainly not on that bandwagon. Um, You know, I, I would like to see a little more variety. But, again, I understand stuff behind the scenes that, Maybe we've alluded to, but still don't know the full picture of, obviously, because we're not in those meeting rooms. We're not at practice every day, um, yeah. you know, of, of, of why this is happening. I think the offensive line is a huge part of it. Um, and then, the you know, an experienced backfield. Um, but we've we've seen the backfield part is the one. I think it's more offensive line, to be honest with you, because the backfield part, like, we've seen a rotation at backfield. I mean, we haven't always had consistency in our backfield. We've always had a pretty consistent – as long as we had good coaches, um, you know, so throw out the summer's argument. Um, you know, we, we've had, you know, you had Brita and, and people like that coming out of nowhere and, and boom, they're, they're stars. So, I mean, I, I, I don't know if I, if I buy that side of it, offensive line, obviously everything runs through that. Right. I mean, that's just what it is. And again, it was, we had question marks at the beginning of the year and then those guys that were filling in at key positions are now gone. So now, you know, we're basically looking at, you know, third string guys that are coming up and, and filling in. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's I think, the key part of it. Yeah, and the the reason why I include the running backs aspect of it is because you have to know what holes to hit. Like, to me, you look at um, Kennedy. He's a, To me, he's a great example of this. He's a very good, especially on, the, I think, the fourth down play. Runs into a hole. It's not there. And kicks out. He kicks out and boom, he's twenty yards up the field. Which you saw Breida do all the time, but again, we, you saw that we, at, from his, you know, rookie or 
I guess what he was a uh, sophomore at that point, um, sophomore year. You know, you kind of saw those flashes. So I mean, but not everybody's breeder. I understand. I get it. He, <laughs> I, mean, I get it. He's in the league. And so I, it takes yeah. some times, and it takes some, you know, for them to go back and look at the film and say, "Hey, I know that we were supposed to go to the A gap, or you actually missed the read. The the B gap here was a whatever." But I think it just takes for most. You gotta just play the game, go back, look at the film, understand your mistakes, understand if you see this. And you can do this, and vice versa, or whatever. I just think it takes time. Just yeah. that's my thing. Like, if this was like a group of seniors and on offensive line mm-hmm. and running backs, and this offensive coordinator had been here for five years, and everybody should have been just rocking and rolling at this point, I understand the argument more. Mm-hmm. But this is the second year DeBess is here. This is really almost a completely new personnel that we have. I just let's kind of. I just think we need to just pump the brakes on it. Yeah, just pump the brakes. I get it. And I mean, we're still getting 300 yards rushing. Right. We nearly averaged five yards to carry. Just in this correcting game. those little things, and those yes. little things still haven't been corrected. And we've got to correct those things, otherwise, we're gonna end with you know four or five wins. I mean, that's that's I I, I just think that's the case. If if we don't, I mean, look, I mean, we've barely won these last two games. We've won them. Um, we have. But against but the, I'll be the, honest with the you, best, the best teams in the conference, it's not gonna cut it. I wouldn't. I'm gonna tell you this. Outside of App State, I think the other four are really quite winnable. I think. I think. I know. Ar- I I know think Arkansas tough. State is winnable. I think Troy is winnable. Both are on the road, which make it makes it tougher. Obviously, hopefully, we should handle uh, you know ULM at home, and then uh, Georgia State. I think will be tough. But I mean, you. you I'm not saying they're not gonna be easy. I think they're winnable. They're winnable. Don't. don't yeah. Don't. I, I don't think, make. Don't make the assumption I'm saying there's gonna be easy games. Right. I don't think that. I think they're they're very winnable ball games. App State, we're going to need everything going for us. I oh, think of it course. can happen. I mean, I, I think I think from here backs. on out, the only game that I you could argue that is going to be on the easy side is this game coming up against New Mexico State. But again, yes. I don't think you can take you obviously can't take anyone for granted. No, no, you can't. No, you can't. So let's before we talk about the Aggies, um, let's talk about the officiating real quick. Um, <laughs> so obviously <laughs> that was that was the story of the week that that got more headlines uh, for George Southern and Coastal Carolina on all the major sports outlets than the game itself. Um, you know, just uh, the obviously the Mobamba, um, you know, fourth quarter uh, dance off, hype off, whatever you want to call it, and then uh, you know, obviously there was a string of other you know questionable calls um you know not just against us i mean really on both sides but it was just in my opinion it was a poorly officiated game um we've talked about officials you know uh, on this podcast dating back to last year we try to kind of be selective about it you know as, as one of the things i mean obviously you can always especially if you're if you're on the losing end um you know you can always kind of point to a call here a call there um everything's subjective but you know, so so we, we we try to be very selective in when we call out them, and I don't want to wrap you into this, Cody, but I I think this is one of the most poorly officiated games that that we've seen in in, in recent memory at Georgetown. I will agree that there were some calls that were made that were either terrible and uncalled for, but those, as much as we hate that, and as much as it really kind of gets under our skin. And it makes us angry. I don't think, I mean, they're going to happen. It's going to come around. You're going to get bad crews. You're going to get referees and umpires and, and line judges and 
that are going to have bad games. It's they're going to have a bad day. It's just like anybody else. But I mean, the, some but of these were, were but there were some. They were, yeah. they, I know, but overall, they weren't. But there were about four or five calls that were blatantly, obviously terrible, and of course that overshadows everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I get it. the Vildor or Duncan, whoever they called the holding call on the Vildor interception. Yeah, no, that it, was, was, it was on. They, they call them on. They call it on Vildor. Yeah, so yeah. they, you know, I was driving at the time, um, so I was listening to Danny and Terry, and and look, of course, they're the hometown radio crew. They're going to call it for us, right? But I will tell you this: that they were very straight up when it comes to penalties. They they'll tell you, "Yep, we did it." No, right. we didn't. Sure, they were very straight up about that call. They were like, "I don't." There was no holding on that call. No, there wasn't. Um, he Vildor doesn't. Made he a, doesn't he have made three hands. He, yeah, no, no. He cut in front of the guy. He 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 cut on the ball, and he got two hands, two arms on the ball. Unless you know, yeah. uh, unless you got. You know, unless you're the you know the uh, guy from Mortal Kombat, you know, got got a bunch of arms like like where 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 is this coming from, right? So I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. So and that's a, that was a big time moment in the game. I mean, I know it's in the first quarter, um, either their first or second series, uh, but you know if that interception stands, then we get the ball back and we can very quickly go up to nothing and then boom it's off to the races at that point you know and so that's a that was a critical call that was very bad that affected the 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 outcome and really that's my biggest thing it's like i mean and and look i mean i'm looking at it now right i mean uh coastal had more penalties for more yards than we did they had eight for 76 we had six for 65 yeah um so i mean overall uh you know i haven't looked at it compared to you know the previous um, you know, five games, but it's, it's, it's on the lower end or, you know, certainly not one of the the worst penalized games we've had the season, but it was, it was the, the timing of it. It was, it was when these calls happened. I mean, obviously the, yeah. the, the Mo Bamba thing is getting all the attention, but it was, it was that Vildor interception. It was that final one that obviously isn't going to reflect in the, um, in the stat line. But, uh, you know, we, we, we tweeted it out. Um, even Georgia Southern, I mean, had kind of a, uh, you know, a low-key troll on that where they, you know, freeze-framed the foot in with with, with <laughs> That was really good. Yeah, I like I that. mean, obviously, that was some shade. I mean, they were throwing – they knew what they were doing. They were throwing some shade there, and then they speed it up, shows, you know, the, the refs all, you know, converging and talking it over, and then finally they, they uh, give it a touchdown. So, yeah, it was, yeah, it was I that, would give that, you that, that. That was that fourth, and for people that don't know what we're talking about, that was yeah. that fourth and five um in that uh, i guess what the the first overtime period right yeah um, and if and if that's an incompletion game it's over, over. Really. so and, and this is probably an entirely different podcast different conversation yeah i'm um, sitting here at, at at two wins yeah i mean that i mean clear as day you see that i mean i saw it live um then you go back and 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 see that tweet see you know the replay his foot was in, you know, with with, you know, uh, a foot of space to, I, you know, to the sideline. I get it. I mean, look, I like I understand. I, I I completely agree with you on that. That was a terrible call. Luckily, they had a replay for that play and because of the scoring play and everything else, and they were able to correct it. It's it was a terrible call. I mean, I don't know what else to tell you. I mean, it's just it's just. Football game. Again, it was it was. Time, I think just, it, I think it was situational for me. It was it was when yeah. when these calls happened. Yeah, it was six for sixty five. But when those six for sixty five happened, 
they were game changers. And luckily, I mean, we rose above it and got the Matt. win. But it did. It, it easily could have went the other way solely on these calls, and that's what's frustrating. I get it, but, I mean, the rain could have gotten in his contacts and shifted it, oh, and he could have Cody, you're killing the... me. <laughs> you're killing me. Here, well, no, it, no, 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 no. We'll it was, start it was a GoFundMe to get a, a lens crafters. Uh, <laughs> yes, plan for for, for the <laughs> sideline judge. Side judge. Um, <laughs> you know, it's it's just it's it's bad. Again, it it was situational. Yeah, maybe the rain, you know, plays into yeah. it somewhat. But and, and those two calls were very with Vildor's interception. And that, that even old, even and that, that those were terrible even that calls. Fourth and, and and ten when it was you know third and twenty three or whatever it was. You know that it cut to a commercial break, came back. Next thing we know, they're on our side of the field. You know, with the first down, and yeah. you're thinking, what happened? Um, I I didn't see that. I mean, I I was watching on uh, ESPN three, so you know, I I never saw the replay there of of them roughing the kicker. So I don't even know. You know, I I can't really put a judgment on that one way or another. Uh, but it's, it's yeah. stuff like that that it's like, look, you know, if that and and going off of the track record of that of those uh, you know refs in that game, I I have to say, you know, I, I yeah, wouldn't be surprised. It. Yeah, I have to question it. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. <sighs> yeah, I would say that they had some very poor timing in their in their poor calls. To me, the one that that upsets me the most that everything was the Vildor interception. Yeah, I agree. Because I really think I really think if we get that ball, because we're momentum. Much momentum talk, was at a high. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And as much as we talk about offensive, you know how stagnant the offense can be. Usually after a turnover, regardless, we usually kind of score, right. whether it's a field goal or touchdown. We usually we usually put points on the board after turnovers. Yeah. So, you know, if that stands, we get the ball on their side of the field. It's a short field. We're already in. Bass's field goal range at that point. He just hit one. Right. We're going to score. Yeah. I, you know, I, and I well, honestly that, that think was we're probably so going to score the a touchdown. Two, the two penalties, that that one and that fourth down one, both led to their ten points in regulation. You know, they they, yeah, they and, would and not have scored those ten points if it wasn't for no, those two calls. No, and it and it, and it wouldn't and have it, gone it to three not. overtimes. <laughs> that's true. That's true. And and that and you know if they get you know if we get the interception. That roughing the kicker or whatever it was that caused me to get that first down isn't called. We probably blow them out, and and we're not having this conversation that we had earlier about offense and not what's executing, going on. Not finishing, yeah, blah blah blah. blah, blah. blah right. Yeah. So, I just I I I think it was bad. But I, it's, I really it's another it's, it's another it's not a vol it's not a volume thing. It's a, I mean all it takes is one call to to turn a game. Yeah. And again, right. I mean, luckily that last call, uh, you know, got reversed. Uh, or yeah, I mean, it, it did. It basically got. But it all just gets highlighted with the Mobamba incident. It did. I mean, it, 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 did. Does. It, it, it does. It does. But again, that that to me, because I mean, of it's, how terrible it's, that is. It's ridiculous and it's terrible. But that to me is not why I'm mad, right? I mean, yeah, that no. that could have certainly, you know, we had a player ejected. They had two players ejected. Um, you know that that could have played into I the think result. A more important player of our team with Jay very Boudry, yeah boundary was was a huge deal and we and, already had lost duncan right so that that certainly could have played into things and i mean that could have played into why it even went into overtime right maybe we yeah. make certain stops and, and whatever um so yeah i mean that's i i get why that is in you know obviously but it's, i will it's say in the headlines stuff. but I just said uh, that that to me uh, out of out of the ones we've discussed so far that's like the least <laughs> you know like I mean, the the, yeah. the other ones infuriate yeah. more yeah and and I can I can kind of see the refs under maybe reasoning right mm-hmm. 
because they're already kind of marching out. You know, they're getting closer because I know that they're already 30 yards away from each other. Right. But it wasn't like they weren't, like, just stopping there. You know, they it wasn't like... They were getting closer, and, I mean, you've got to have quality control. I mean, I, I, I get it. I mean, you're you're there to be, you know, a peacekeeper of sorts, you know, as, as a fishing yeah. crew, especially with a bunch of college now, kids. Now, did they have to... Now, did they have to... Give everybody no, an unsports. That was, like, and that's I the thing. Think. You take it to another. I think they level. could have done yeah, it. Flexing I think they your could muscle. have done something right. like unsportsmanlike like on both head coaches, yeah. and then right. you know, yada yada, and then there you go. I, I don't even know if that's the a thing. Sideline warning. Make you say it, you say yeah. you get all the coaches together. You say get your team under control. Otherwise, this will happen. Give the sideline yeah. warning to each. It's over with. It's done. Yeah. You're sitting it, there, exactly. and I mean, they had the little ticker on Sports Center of them throwing the flags. That's ridiculous. You're just flexing your muscle at that point. Come on. It's kind of yeah. funny, though. It's funny. Three No, it's funny. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's like Paul Bart <laughs> Mall Cop out there. I mean, that's what it is. <laughs> like, come on. You know, but again, that's just, it's making you look bad as, as an official at that yeah. point. Yeah. Because it, it does. You know, it, 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 may, it makes you look like you're losing control. So, I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, that's because it wasn't point. like they were. Face mask to face mask. It wasn't like they were drawing or anything right. like that. They were, Both teams were getting hyped up. It, it was a very critical game for the Sun Belt East. Yeah. Um, it, it pretty much was an elimination game as far as being without a contender a for the— Yeah, without a you doubt. Know? And on top of that, I know that we don't really consider Coastal a rivalry— but who else is, does Coastal really look at as far as rivalry? Oh, for sure. I think I think and, for I mean, them, so, for them, I think we're almost kind of like what Georgia State started out as is we're like, oh no, we're not rivals with them. And of course, yeah. everything that transpired that changed that. I think they're kind of at that phase, right? They view us more as a rival than we do them. Um, but I mean, I think seeing some of these games, I mean, this is the first time they visited uh, Paulson since what 2006. Um, so I mean, yeah. you know, as so obviously the first as a, a Sun Belt, uh, you know. Um, so yeah, I, I, I definitely see kind of this game, you know, blossoming into a rivalry. I think so too. I think so. I think it'll come in time. I, I just, I just don't think we've had that moment or that game yet. And this might've been it. I mean, a triple, a know. triple overtime game with a headline grabbing Mo Bamba instant. I mean, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's definitely rivalry worthy in my book, you know? I mean, I mean, I guess yeah. so. Maybe, maybe. I still don't look at him as a rival. Like it's though. no, you know, it's no, you know, ramming a goalpost through through a bus or anything like that, you know. But I mean, it's 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 certainly interesting. Or taking a sign to their stadium saying, "This is our stadium, North." All right, yeah. Well, that 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 yeah, that gem too. <laughs> yeah, that was that was something. I, I love that. I was there. But uh, anyway, so yeah, I mean, yeah, we were both there. We, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's let's hope. I mean, obviously, we we've seen bad officiating. Um, throughout the the year you know off and on not just i'm not saying with us um but you know in some belt games and i mean in conference usa i know lane, lane, lane kiffin got the big fine yeah. for calling out them um you had you know some he some, tweeted you had a questionable call he <laughs> tweeted it yeah you had the the questionable call with um uh south carolina florida right you know so it it, it happens um i again i just think that the timing the situations that it happened it just seemed, you know, I don't know, a little uncalled for, a little suspect, whatever, you know, where do you want to I don't think it was it. anything malicious to Georgia Southern, I don't think. I don't think so. I'm but not putting it, on it the tinfoil hat there or anything, right? I mean, I— yeah. Yes, you are. You're putting on the tinfoil right. hat. It's time to take it off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. So, By the way, oh Matt was the one tweeting on Saturday, so I was, don't— I was the one tweeting on Saturday, yes. and I'll, I'll, I'll admit that, and I, I stand by everything I tweeted— 
thoughts and opinions of tweets made on Saturday were not that of Cody's Anderson's thoughts and opinions. I've I've been tweeting the last couple games actually. Amy Cut. Zimmer has done a fantastic job of the sideline Thank reporting. You, she has. I have no no problem with Amy Zimmer. Um, <laughs> the, the broadcast crew as a whole. Go back to that word of suspect. Let's let's uh, <laughs> let's move on to uh, New Mexico State, shall we? Um, yes. So the, who's this? Uh, Danny Cavazos autos. What was that commercial that always gets played for New Mexico State? Yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Oh, on their on their broadcast on that terrible yes, Aggie, on their broadcast, on the Aggie, Aggie network, yeah. maybe. Yes. Yeah, I don't, like the 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 one of two car dealerships in uh, Las Cruces, yes. New Mexico. Yes. Um, maybe. So so yes, the Aggies obviously former co- conference mate. Um, you know, it was always a bottom dweller there. They're independent now. Um, off to a really bad start. They're winless, zero and seven. Um, really haven't been in many of their games. I mean, you look at the rivalry game against New Mexico, 55-52, uh, uh, and then against uh, Liberty, you know, a bad Liberty team. They lost that one 20-13. Um, you know, they, they got uh, blown out 42-28 to um, last week against uh, Central Michigan, um, you know, a, a kind of a middle-of-the-road uh, MAC team, and, uh, you know, been blown out by – they played some tough games. I mean, you know, uh, Washington State, ranked Washington State team, uh, you know, a 62-10 to 10 loss against Alabama. Um, but, you know, this this is a pretty bit, uh, pretty bad Aggies team. Um, and, you know, hopefully, like we said at the beginning of the broadcast, you know, we can put all these things together and, and finally, you know, kind of not just dominate the stat line, but, you know, close this team out. I mean, we're – where uh, they're getting more total yards than us. Uh, they're, you know, uh, 356 on the year. Um, we're 292. Um, but they're allowing 488 uh, yards a game, um, about even with uh, 245 on uh, uh, pass and rush. So, um, you know, again, we, we just kind of want to see it, put it all together, um, all three phases, hopefully better weather at Paulson, um, get a, a, a better mm, crowd out not. there. I'm, I'm playing. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's uh, rain still in the forecast. I'm planning on coming up, um, you know, for it. So hopefully we can, we can get it done and, and finally pull away and, and have a convincing, uh, win, uh, get, you know, get, uh, that, that fourth win of the season, um, you know, get, get above 500, um, you know, for the first time and then, you know, carry some momentum with that three game winning streak into, uh, into App State and that huge, uh, Thursday night game. Yeah. I think you put it quite well at the very beginning of that monologue there that, um, dominate other than the stat sheet. The last two games, we've dominated the stat sheet, just not the scoreboard. I think it, this is the game in which we kind of put all that together. Mm-hmm. Just dominate everything scoreboard, stat sheet, whole nine yards. They're coming off their bye week, so they've had two weeks to prepare. Um, you know, that is a little concerning, to say the least. Right. The best, you know, obviously he was the New Mexico offensive coordinator for several years out there um, prior to coming here. So this is a team that he's pretty familiar with considering that we played them last year. This is, I think this is a confidence builder game. I think if we really come out here, shut them down, win by a good bit, we all can leave. To be fair, this, this you know, is a team we have struggled a little bit with. We've uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, I know we obviously faced them last year out there. We've we've played them on on the road the last what at least two times. Um, but you know, I, I I can't think back to the last time they came to Paulson. Um, but you know, it was done summers. Yeah. Um, I think it was. I think it was the 17 season they came here. Um, 
because it was the year that they won their bowl game. So I think, yeah, 2017, I think. Or I, you know what? Don't quote me on that. Right. I may be. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. I don't, but I don't have it in front of whatever me, yeah. game it was that they were supposed to, that they won their bowl was when they last came here. Gotcha. Um, and we nearly beat them, but of course we didn't. Right. Um, so obviously very different coaching staff now. Uh, again, we're we're dominating the stat line in in these last two games. We do that, you know, in hopefully better better weather uh, in front of a, a good pulsing crowd. Uh, you know, uh, hopefully we this isn't a nail biter. Like hopefully it's, it's certainly not an overtime games. Uh, you know, certainly it's not, uh, even like, like a main game where you kind of let them hang around and, 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 you know, like you said, get in that fourth quarter and, and people, you know, again, we certainly don't condone like leaving, leaving games early. We, you know, one, uh, you know, I think especially with the yeah, way this but, season has gone, if we're blowing out this team, like stick around and support this team. Uh, yeah, but, exactly. but let's, let's get back to that point where, you know, in, in, in the past and, you know, and, 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 you know, the, the good, good old days of Georgia Southern where, you know, fourth quarter happens, you're not, uh, you know, buying your fingernails, you're, you're figuring out where the after party's at, right? I mean, that, exactly. Yeah. To kind of go more on about the stats about New Mexico State, they're giving up on average like 42 points a game. They've only held one opponent under 30 points, and that was Liberty, but Liberty beat them 20 to 17. Right. Or I'm sorry, 20 to 13. Yep. Um, so, you know, we, we've, we've harped on the 30 point mark ever since the beginning of this podcast going back to last year. This looks like a game in which we should be able to do it. If we do that, we win. Yeah, I think that's pretty simple enough. Yeah, and that, um, and and you know, I think uh, you know, so, someone uh, someone tweeted out, um, and, and we retweeted it. You know, the the record of, of the thirty points per game, and it dates back all the way back to yeah. Irk, right? I mean, it's yeah, it, Captain Clack yeah, did Captain the Clark, guy who does right. all the got a db.com yeah, and does right. all the YouTube videos, right. everything. Yeah, and 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 it was crazy. I mean, all all you know, name our Mount Rushmore of coaches, right? And and they all. It's night and day when we score thirty or more points per game uh, versus when we don't. Yeah, yeah. Everybody who hits that thirty point mark has, I think, a record above five hundred. Honest, uh, surprisingly though, you look at Hatchet when he scored thirty points, and it was almost kind of close to closer to five hundred than anybody else. Yeah, because we didn't have great defenses. Um, no, no. I think we had like five games that we scored thirty and we lost. Yeah. That was the heyday of those, 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 yeah, those Hatchard years. Yeah. You know, the those first two years that he was there with Foster in 07 and then the, I think um, the 08 year, you know, if we had any sort of a defense at all or could hold people, man, who knows what would have happened those two years as far as playoff runs and championships sure. because we scored some points. We did. We did. And, mm-hmm. and, and throwing a bunch of bubble screens, we did. So, um Let's, hey, it worked. It it did. It did for a little while. <laughs> for sometimes it <laughs> sometimes. did. Sometimes. With Jason Foster at quarterback, it did. Um, it did. You could just just, just give him yeah, the ball. It was, and just it was the number four offense, is what I call it. You hike yeah. it to number four, and and uh, yeah, again, I mean, in in all my years of covering sports, oh. that was in your your glory days of being the George and sports reporter. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I mean, in in in, in my in my uh, almost ten years of covering sports, that that kid is still the most athletic kid I've ever seen play the game of football from a press box. Like I'm uh, un un unreal, but um, let's. Let's look at uh, let's let's get to predictions with um, with New Mexico State. So we've said we've we've been really off with these predictions. No, uh, well, actually, I no. Right. I guess I, I guess with the triple no, overtime, no, 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 no. we were close. But, I yeah. I was on point. I said thirty one twenty seven, and by God, it was thirty to twenty seven. Okay, that's fair. Nobody I, I was, said. I was about to say. Nobody said. 
<laughs> over time. Right, right. That's true. Just the <laughs> final score. Final score is final score. <laughs> yes. I get it. That's 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 fair. Uh, but I, I, I was thinking that when it was like 10-10, I, I thought it was going to be a 13-10 game. I'm like, man, me and Cody are terrible at this. Um, and I, I think I said 30. I think I said 31, something, 31, 17, yeah, something. Something um, like that, yeah. But anyway, so I, I do think we get over 30 points. I'll, I'll go first on this. I don't know if we get in the 40-point mark, um, but I'll I'll say we get to 35. And I don't think they get a ton, but I'll I'll, I'll say they get – 19. I'll say 35-19. 19. 19. That's like the strangest football score I've heard in a long time. 30, 35's not. 19? No, 19's... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 19. Just a bunch of field goals. What? 10? Yeah, and just a, a touchdown and a bunch of field goals. Where are they good? <sighs> you want me to say 20? Does that make five, you feel better? Five field goals. 15. Hold on. 15. No, no, no. Four. Math major. Do four it. field goals. I know. Four field goals and a touchdown. That's what you're going with? Fine. 20. 35 to 20. Is that better? Just that's not a number that people like that's not a a, a number 19? most football teams land on. Yes. They're scoring 19.6 points per game. <laughs> 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 so there you go. In a, did that in a, not me? one of those games have they scored 19 Maybe. points. I don't know. Fine, they scored 10. It's 38 to 10. That's my new prediction cuz you've you peer pressured me into it. Is that better? Thirty-eight to ten. Yeah, that's that's a more realistic right, prediction. Let's hear Matt. your realistic prediction. You might as well have just been like six four. Like I was, Iowa I was about Penn to say, you're, was you're, fifteen yeah, years ago. You're gonna say like three to two. Is is gonna be your prediction? It's going to be thirty-nine. Right. <laughs> thirty-nine to twenty-two, guys. All right. I hate you so much. No. Like this. All right. No, that's it. No, We're right. no, 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 no. That's not my prediction. All right. Seriously, I think um, I'm with you. We scored 30 points. Um, right now they're calling for rain. If they do, I think that affects their passing offense. It so does. I kind of see it to where it'll lower. aid it. Yeah, aid in our defense. Um, Duncan's not suspended for this game because his targeting was in the first half. So right. he should be back. Yeah. Um, I think Vildor and Brinson, man, I think they both get picks in I this game. Too. I agree with that. And I uh, wouldn't be surprised if Duncan gets one as well. Uh, look for this. I think we kind of hopefully jump at them early. We get those interceptions. We kind of, you know, uh, jump to a big lead and coast from there. I'm going to go, uh, I think I think 38 is a good score. I think we score 38. Um, I'll do 14. I think they get two touchdowns and that's it. Okay. Yeah, I, I think um, I, I definitely think we get at least one defensive score in this. Um, you know, may, maybe even a special team score. So I don't know if all thirty-eight will come on the offense, but uh, again, thirty points is thirty points. But I, I definitely do yep. think that the offense, you know, has has a, a fairly good showing in this game, uh, not just on the stat sheet. So, um, so yeah, so we will uh, pick it up after homecoming, um, and you know, uh, a quick turnaround talking about um, you know, hopefully. On that three-game winning streak, uh, getting ready for that—that that huge, uh, really kind of season-defining. Um, you know, anything can happen. Rivalry game on Halloween night against uh, App State. Yeah, that's gonna be. Uh, wow, let's just get through this game, and then then I'll start getting excited about Halloween. Yep. All right, Cody. Hail Southern. Hail Southern, Matt. Thank you for listening to Gotta Talk. Be sure to visit our website, gotatalk.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Gotta Talk Podcast for more news and coverage of Georgia Southern football.
Reach out with questions, share your thoughts, or suggest topics on our social media channels, or by emailing us at gatatalkpodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, Eagle Nation, Gata and Hail Southern. Thank <laughs> you.